hello America. This is your host, Mark Dunnigan, and it's another episode of The Daily Answer. You know, we live in a world where various people seek to sell us a particular message. Hey, you're being sold to. Someone noted that we need to be wise enough to separate the message that they're peddling from their actual lives. When it comes to popular singers, separate their songs' messages from how they're actually living. Are they following their own advice? Or are they just willing to sing any lyrics that sell, even if they don't practice them themselves? I, I think that dawned on me back in the 70s when I was young and dumb and listening to a number of the, the rock bands. And, and I remember it was the group Kiss that had the kind of a theme song of, I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. And foolish young me said, man, that's for me. But the reality is that a number of the members of the rock band really did not live that way. They were businessmen. Um, they were professional musicians and they spent hours in recording studios and they were not rock and rolling all night and partying every day. They, they would not have been able to produce albums and go on tours and things like that if, if that's what they were kind of doing and it's like huh okay um the songs that these people are singing don't actually reflect their own lives at times it just hey i think we'll i think that will sell <laughs> whether we not we practice it ourselves um and, and if they're not practicing it then what you realize is they don't really believe it. Um, the car salesman, here's, here's something, you know, um, the, the man or woman who's trying to sell you a car, ask them, is that the brand you drive? Now, it could be, it could be, well, no, because I can't afford it. And if I could, I would. But, you know, if they're trying to sell you a Ford, they drive in a Chevy or a Toyota or a Honda, um, you know, before you sell me that car, I want to know what car do you drive? The mechanic, the mechanic, what, what brand does the mechanic actually own? That might be a good, you know, the, the guy that has the RV dealership, what brand of RV, if he has one, what brand of RV does he personally have? Um, the cook at a restaurant, does he eat at the restaurant in which he cooks? Now, it could be like, well, no, because I'm making that food all the time. I like a little bit of variety. Or it could be, no, it's not very good. <laughs> or the waitress. Does the waitress eat where she works? Now, I guess it's one of those principles, too, of before I'm going to let somebody come in and manage my money, I want to see how you handling your own money. Or, or maybe here's another way. Um before you come in and clean my house, I'd like to look at the cleanliness of your house, right? I mean, that seems to be pretty fair. Or if you're going to give me marriage counseling, I want to see the quality <laughs> of your particular marriage. Yeah. There's a couple of verses that are basically along this line of, hey, yeah, of course, pay attention to what people say. But man, pay far more attention to what they do. 
Proverbs 20, verse 11, it is by his deeds that a boy distinguishes himself if his conduct is pure and right. That's, well, how, how do you know if someone's gaining wisdom and maturing and growing into manhood by what they do, by their deeds? Titus 1.16, they profess to know God. They, they talk a good talk. They might even say very religious things. They might be talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit all the time. But by their deeds, they deny him, being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. Well, there you have profession on the one side and, and a good talk, good talkers. But their deeds, their deeds are saying the exact opposite of their message that they're trying to tell you. Oh, man, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. Okay, but... Why are you then dishonest and living this ungodly life and a shyster and a swindler and a scallywag? So if some singer tells you that you don't need a man or a woman or marriage, how's that working for them? Uh, also separate the money that they're making from the actual meaning and happiness in their lives. I mean, if you have money, you can look like for a while that you have it all together, at least on the surface. But money is often covering up a major train wreck in a number of lives of celebrities. A while back, I was in a, well, it would have been one of those um, vintage stores, and a woman was talking to the owner. Um, and the, this woman's daughter was doing some singing music videos. We're gets, getting into the music business. And the, custom, and the um, customer or the owner, I forget which one it was, was warning her about the music business and, and telling her that, hey, this business will create fake relationships and fake romances to boost the publicity and the popularity of a particular singer. That is... There are people behind the scenes that are telling the couple when to date, how long to date, where to go, where to be seen, and where to break up. Is that a lot of it's a lie? And it's meant to boost their image. I saw an article recently about a woman in the world, a very worldly woman, and during COVID, she sat down with her husband and said, I don't think we're doing it right. Then they compared the lives of their very worldly and secular friends who were into the occult and used the occult to guide their lives. And in every case, those friends were miserable and their lives were chaotic. Then they look at their religious friends and saw stability. And not that they saw lives that were problem-free, but they saw stability and a, and, a, and a level of actual happiness. And they decided to choose Christ. First Peter chapter 2, verse 12 says, Keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles, or the pagans, so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, well, you're you're against having fun or, or you're intolerant or you're hateful or they may because of your good deeds 
as they observe them, you're being watched. Glorify God in the day of visitation. And I think one thought would be is that they they glorify God because as they observe your life, they actually come to Christ and change their life. That's why they're glorifying God in the day of visitation is that by your great example and your consistent living, you led them to the truth. First Peter 3.12 as they observe your pure and respectful behavior, you're being observed, you're being watched, just like that example I gave you, like, hey, we're, we're comparing, we're comparing the two lists of friends. We got our very worldly, secular friends that are into the darkness, that are into the occult, that are all into pop culture, that are living for the moment, that are drinking, that are partying, etc. And then we have a religious friends. Okay, who has the stable marriages? Who has the more stable family life? And who's actually reaching a goal of actually finding some sort of level of happiness? Might want to do that in your own life. First Peter chapter 4, verse 16. Peter, uh, Timothy was told, excuse me, First Timothy 4, 16. Timothy was told, pay close attention to yourself. That would be to your behavior and to your teaching. Is it matching up? You teaching the truth and are you living the truth? persevere in these things that is you got to put some effort here as you do this you will say both yourself that is you're not a hypocrite you're you're teaching the truth and your life is matching up with the truth you end up saved and those who hear you and i think we would because of the other passages i think that we could fairly say and those who observe you those who are watching your life and actually they're often doing the same. They're hearing you, but they're hearing you and they're testing you. They're hearing you and they're going like, okay, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing what you're saying. Now is your life saying the same thing? So when someone is trying to sell you an ideology, a message in a song, in a book, television show, etc. Carefully consider the quality or condition of the life of the actual spokesperson. Is what they're saying, singing, writing about, professing, is it working for them? Or, well, as Jesus noted, Matthew 7, 15, beware of the wolves that come to you in sheep's clothing. You go like, well, if they're in sheep's clothing, how do I recognize them, Jesus? He said this, you'll know them by their fruits. And the fruits are not only what they're teaching, but the fruits are also their behavior. Pay close attention to the fruits. You know, when someone comes along and says like, man, I got this great thing, but you're looking at them and they're miserable. You're looking at them and their marriage is a mess. Their family life is a mess. Or they, they have one broken relationship after another. Look at the fruits. Or hey, let, let 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 me handle your money, and yet they're 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 a train wreck when it comes to their own money. No, I don't think so. Um, let me remodel your house, okay? But I want to take a look at your house first, because if your house is a mess, I really don't have a whole lot of confidence in you remodeling my house or working on my house. I want, to, I want to see your deeds. I want to see the fruit. Or, as someone noted, don't believe what people say. Or we might say, 
don't just naively believe what they say, but do believe what they do. Because what you do reveals your true convictions and the real you. Learn to separate in this new year. Until next time, we'll see you in the funny papers, my friends.